Definitely Baby acknowledges the traditional owners, the Wurundjeri Willem and Boonarong peoples of the Kulin Nation, of the land on which we record and share our stories. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and future, and recognise this unceded land on which we live, work and learn always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Hello, I'm so glad that you're joining us here today, wherever you're listening from. I hope that you're having a gorgeous day so far. In today's episode, we are joined by Lydia, who with her partner Lockie, are parents to a five-year-old daughter, Nika. We get to hear about Lydia's experiences with Nika's birth, co-sleeping, baby-led weaning, and relationship growth and change. Lydia's nutritionist background that ensures a healthy food culture for their vegan family. She speaks about how instilling healthy relationships with food and the differences of people in the world is really important for her to instill in her daughter. We also speak about Lydia's upbringing with parents who were immigrants to Australia and how this has impacted her own approach to parenting. It's such a beautiful chat. I'm sure that you're going to love it. And here is the lovely Lydia now. Hi, Lydia. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today. I'm so excited to speak to you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Really happy to be here. Yeah. Great. And could you start by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your family? Um, So my name is Lydia. I am a mum of one. I have a five and a half year old whose name is Nika. She's just started grade prep. So she's in her second term of grade prep now. And I parent with my partner whose name is Lockie. And he's the primary school teacher. Yeah, he does a lot of the work now because he actually knows what he's doing. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm it's like, coming to that well, perfect time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you you slide in now and this use your, your uh, you know experience mm. to parent this child, and I'll just kind yes. of watch and learn. So that's where we're at. Oh, we have a dog called Kino as well. Important I member. Cannot, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, beautiful. How, a big member of family. Oh yes, of course. How old's Kino? Kino is um, he just turned seven. So we adopted Kino when I was about four or five months pregnant, which is a great time mm. to bring a puppy into the family so he's very much grown with us and grown with Nick um there you know she I think legitimately thinks that he's her brother um which is yeah they have a very sweet relationship and they've both got a lot of uh, a lot of love for each other Mm. oh beautiful I love that (laughs) yeah Yeah. and how did you and Lockie meet can you tell us your love story um (laughs) so we've been together um, 14 years this year I was having a birthday party, like a big house party for my 27th birthday, and I had a few bands playing in the living room. Mm-hmm. I lived in a bit of a share house. Oh, yep. I've been there. <laughs> and he turned up with a band that I didn't really want to play, but they'd kind of been, the person who was organising the music put them on. I was like, oh, who's this, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. But he was also extremely attractive. Um, <laughs> and as the night progressed, one of my friends kind of dragged him over and introduced him to me and me to him um and then I asked him to go for a walk with me to see my veggie patch and and then yeah and then it was a bit of like what's going on um yeah a few months of like uh, and then we've been pretty pretty solid ever since yeah oh beautiful and how long ago was that 
14 years, so 2009. Wow, yep, yep. Yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so we'll be having our 14-year anniversary oh. um, later this year. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. What an achievement. <laughs> oh, it doesn't feel like it. It's been mm. a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. I love that. What a what a beautiful coming together story over the, over the veggie patch. Yeah, oh, look, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, and we still have veggie patches to this day, and they're still as um, unruly and, and disorganized and messy as that one was. So, yes. Yeah, really kept that stable. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and could you? This is taking you back a little bit, five years now, but can you tell us about your pregnancy and your birth and your postpartum period with Nika? Yeah. So, so yeah, Lockie and I were together for about eight years before we were like, let's have a baby, and. We we did we got there. So I uh, became I was we became pregnant in December of 2016 on holiday in Japan. We had visited like Rabbit Island on the day that we conceived, which is a bit <laughs> as well. But kind of like you know, yeah. Okay, see, I'm going off on tangents. Um, <laughs> no, it's great. So it was uh, itself was physically um, quite. Evie, which I feel really, really lucky for. Mm. Um, I, you know, felt a little bit hungover for the first trimester, but after that, you know, I got along quite well, which um, I know is, is not the norm. So very, um, very, very happy for that. Um, I did have a bit of a, a tough pregnancy. So I mentioned that we did adopt our puppy Kino, but um, Around about the same time, my dog that I'd had since I was 20 passed away. Mm. So he was really unexpectedly diagnosed with cancer um, and he had chemotherapy. And during the chemotherapy, I couldn't come near him because I was pregnant. So that was really hard and complicated. Um, and he was pretty much my first child. Like we'd yeah. been together for a very long time. And he was a big part of getting me through my 20s in one piece. So it was like a real uh, unexpected shock. And then he passed away when I was about I think just going to my second trimester so I had a lot of grief in in probably throughout my pregnancy he was diagnosed in the early days and then um, I lost him you know kind of at the towards the halfway mark so I you know as, as much as it was um, physically an easy pregnancy mentally and emotionally it was very hard to try and you know I was so happy to be pregnant to be expecting um, but then also experiencing like you know people say oh it's just a dog but he oh, was really so much more than he was that. really my, yeah. my first son so uh, that was hugely challenging trying to get through it and you know worrying about the effects of my sadness on my baby and you know if that would have any kind of effect on her but yeah no she's a super happy kid now so oh, um, yeah, um, the birth, I, I heard this thing, which is like, you know, you know, there's always going to be something that goes funny. It's either the pregnancy or the birth or something else. Um, and it was a pregnancy, uh, the birth for me that went totally pear shaped. So she hung around for an extra couple of weeks, was not interested in coming out. I think it was still too cold for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah. So yes. So it was part of like a maternity, um, birthing, what's, what's it called? group practice yeah, program yep. which, you know a good for me was like a very comfortable halfway between um a very like uh you know traditional hospital birth and more of a home birth but also under the care under midwife care so that was a plan she had other plans so there was like an induction and then there was like a 
epic 19 hour labor where nothing much was happening and in the end she came out by the sunroof by c-section so it was like all like oh none of this was in my birth plan but here we are um and then she was like a little bit unwell she couldn't regulate her temperature couldn't regulate her blood glucose so we had about a week in the special care unit which was also like i think after having such an easy pregnancy i was just like what the heck is going on but pretty much from the minute we took her home she's been you know very very thriving i'm gonna call it yeah so it's just that kind of rough start that we had um but yeah yeah yes oh. yeah <laughs> yeah oh, i'm so yeah, sorry that's hard. Along the way. oh it's okay yeah. like yeah it's it's yeah i think obviously like yeah unexpected but i mean i feel like birth is always going to be you know in one direction or another or the pregnancies in one direction or another so yeah it was uh like we had as far as you know the hospital experience goes we were treated so kindly and so respectfully um that it did make the whole experience much better than it could have been if it was otherwise and we're just so happy to be able to bring her home after all that and she's just been yeah just you know onwards and upwards since we brought her home yeah. Oh. Five years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Gorgeous. And yeah, how was kind of your postpartum period then? I think the gratitude that she was well made a big difference to my appreciation. Like I just was so appreciative of having a baby who was, you know, doing all the things that she was meant to be doing. So yeah, I was just happy to be home. Uh, and I remember my partner only had a week of mater- a paternity leave or um, parental leave and I remember feeling like that that week was like being on a holiday we just had this little like package that we took everywhere with us like going to the market and going for walks and stuff like that um when he went back to work it obviously got a little bit more complicated um being on my own and having to uh amuse a baby uh yeah which I had like I hadn't really had very much to do with babies until I had my own baby I think I'd maybe held like two babies in my life so it's a completely (laughs) whole new world for me I'd done all the like birthing classes and blah 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 but had no um no sense of what having a real life baby would be like but yeah we kept really busy so I took her out of the house every day and we went for adventures and um she was and still is a really great um, sidekick on all the things that I want to do. She's happy to come along. And I think that's because that's what we kind of did from, from day one, just so I could kind of keep my wits about me and, you know, not uh, lose it from spending all day at home yeah. trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. yeah. I found the day passed much faster when I was out and about. Busy. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Same. Definitely. Same. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. just being stuck in home, at home, it just makes you feel exactly that stuck <laughs> yeah the walls are to- closing mm, in exactly. and yeah so we, just, we like, did our best counting down of... the time <laughs> exactly exactly mm. oh there were you know there was definitely moments where i was like oh it's five o'clock it's five o'clock where's lucky yeah. why isn't he home yet yeah. um and that's kind of where we started i remember like we got about three weeks into that and um every day he was like going to the supermarket on his way home because we needed you know this and that to make dinner and i was like you know we need to make a meal plan because that 15, 20 minutes that I'm waiting extra is kind of pushing me to the brink. Like I've been fine the whole day, but then when you expect someone to walk in the door and they don't for another 20 minutes, it's like, oh, uh. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we've been meal preppers since then, like having like okay. what we're going to do every day and making sure we've done the grocery shop for it. Yes. Yep. 
so good mm. <laughs> so yeah, handy and it's definitely a result of that yep. yeah yeah you got your beautiful veggies to contribute as well <laughs> oh yeah look i'm looking at it right now it's looking pretty rough we have a lot of stuff that grows without much problems uh yeah but the rest of it uh yeah we probably need to give it some love yeah okay <laughs> same yeah, with ours we rats started eating our veggies for a while and we've kind of given up on it yeah <laughs> we've got a whole time. like zoo out there rats yeah. possums oh, birds you name yeah. it yeah no yeah. oh well oh, i mean look someone's benefiting from it yeah it's exactly yeah. yeah yeah everyone's gonna eat yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> make yourself feel better about putting in work that we don't get like any of like it's okay the animals need to eat as well yeah we're just feeding them yeah. they're like our little pets yeah exactly <laughs> that was all along right yeah <laughs> cute yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and how was your experience with um, sleep and feeding with Nika? She was a really, um, she's a bit of a party animal. So I remember the first night we'd had her home, she was about a week old. And she, you know, you meant to like wake them every three hours to feed them. We had to wake her to feed her. And I was like, this baby is amazing. I think she would have slept if we hadn't woken her. And I remember in the morning we were so satisfied. Like we were just so like, oh yeah, we got this. (laughs) So easy. And I think that was the last time that that happened. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that first night we had like a little co-sleeper and she slept happily in that. I think from the second night she was just like, hell no, I need to be like pressed up on you to sleep. So that was a bit, and I think that was my thing with babies, my total lack of appreciating that you kind of have to go with what they want. I was of the mindset that you kind of set the rules, but that all came crumbling down on that second night at home. And I was like, she's not going to sleep unless she's like squished up on me. So we had to do like a really big rearranging. We, I slept on the like living room floor with her for like the first, I can't even remember how long it all kind of blurs because that was the only room in our house that was heated. So that's where we were. And then like, we went back to the bed and Lockie went to the living room floor yeah, she, yeah, so we did, um, we didn't plan for it, but we did co-sleep for quite some time. Um, and then we also had, oh God, Kino, the dog, was also used to sleeping in the bed and then he refused <laughs> to not be in the bed. So we had this setup where, oh Jesus, we put the leash on him and then attached the leash to Lockie's leg <laughs> because we were really worried that he would wish her in the night because he was so in love with Nick that we thought he might try and like go up to her and cuddle with her and she was tiny and it wouldn't have you know would not have ended well so we had him attached it to Lockie's leg that way if he moved he'd wake Lockie up like it was quite an elaborate setup but that's what we needed to do so we could all be in the bed together but she you know was a frequent waker like would only go to sleep with a nipple in her mouth like I still like have flashbacks of like trying to slowly <laughs> withdraw my nipple and you just hear that pop and then the baby said oh my yeah, god no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we definitely had um, interesting uh sleep experiences but you know I think she had her first night sleeping through at about a year and a half okay and yeah. it just felt like a miracle um but yeah she's she uh, ex- uh uses a lot of energy in the day these days so she sleeps quite well and I think, uh, you know, since my partner became the one who was able to settle her, so once we night weaned, um, I kind of like stopped waking up when she wakes up. So he does all the night settles these days, which is awesome for me. So yeah, lots of full nights. I just go to sleep too late. That's my problem. Oh, I do the same. I just always yeah. like, oh, my own time. What could I do? I know, that's <laughs> 
yeah. stay up till 1am watching oh, crappy literally. reality show on Netflix. Yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> what are you watching uh, at the moment? I am a big fan of Love is Blind. Oh, I've heard I've heard this is good. Yeah, I've heard this recommended. Yeah. I love I like, love Total Trash though. It's so good to yeah, just like look, what switch you need off. When yeah. Your brain exactly. My brain is not mm. able to tolerate <laughs> anything where I have to think or feel. So I'm like, if I can Same. just watch people making a mess of their lives, then, <laughs> I know, feel a bit I better at mine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my jam. Especially like, you know, if I've had big days at work, I'm just like, I just need this for an hour. But then an hour turns into two and then I'm like, oh, I have to be awake in yeah. six hours. They're so easy hours. to just keep watching those trashy shows. Yeah. And they and hook then, you yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give it a go. Or maybe I shouldn't because I'll <laughs> have yeah, a whole look, new addiction. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of seasons out there. So yeah. once you start one, you're in trouble. That's what I noticed. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so gosh. recommend it also. No, don't do it. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. There is far better quality. If you must watch TV, there is far better quality yes. TV. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Or read a book. Read a book. Lots of options. I have so many yeah. books that I've started that are on the go that I end up just oh, watching TV again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And that's it for me. Like I love to read, but sometimes I'm just like, I just cannot. Yeah, totally. Words. Totally. Yeah. And you just want to like veg out on the couch, you know, just like. Yes, exactly. There's something relaxed. about it yeah. that just feels, you know, it feels differently when you are a parent for some reason. Mm, it feels like so it much does. More it does. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's something in that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We could do some research on that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like yeah. the, the way do a PhD in them. Um... <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, I'm looking for one at the moment. So oh, maybe that could be perfect. It. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then how was the next? I think feeding, you asked about feeding. Oh, yes, yep, yep. Um, 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 uh, yeah, she was, uh, she was a boob monster for, I think we breastfed till um, maybe... I'm trying to remember, maybe two and a half, maybe three. Um, and again, like I'm surprised, like I was, she kind of, we did very baby led. So she just went, ah, I've had enough. And that was it. I was like, oh, are you going to give me any warning or preparation? But no, that was it. And I can't imagine like night weaning was one thing, but I, it, I think we would have struggled telling she's very stubborn um, and assertive. So <laughs> I think it would have been a struggle to like convince her that it was time to yes, to wean so we just let her kind of make her own mind up about that um and yeah it came like all of a sudden um food wise like again she because of her uh you know she milk was like priority all the time breast milk um so she wasn't like a fantastic eater I guess until she did wean herself and yeah but she's a great like she's we're, we're a vegan family and I'm a nutritionist as well, so I'm really quite conscious of what she's eating um, and really important for me that she has um, a healthy relationship with food and with all kinds of foods um, and doesn't, you know, label foods as being good for you or bad for you, um, that she's open to trying new things and, you know, if she doesn't like them, that's fine, but it's all, you know, all about giving it a go and you know, making your mind up from that, not just because it's green or something like that. So we're both trying our hardest to encourage a really healthy relationship with food, preparing food, gardening, being part of the process, you know, going to the market, all of that kind of stuff to ensure that, you know, as she, you know, grows older and in this like society, which is so obsessed with 
you know, what people are eating and how much they're eating and what their bodies look like and what the food that they're eating like affects their bodies, all of that stuff that that, you know, if we can kind of like direct her away from that as much yeah. as we can and, you know, continue this really positive relationship she has with the way that food affects her body in, in, in you know, a positive way beyond just how it makes you look like, you know. Mm. Um, eating veggies so you have more energy and you know this food is great because it's brain food and it um, helps you think better and you know just reframing that relationship with food you know or if we're eating something like chocolate or or you know a cake that it's food that makes you feel good in different ways than you know the veggies yeah 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 oh that's great I love that that's such an important thing Mm. and I'm constantly thinking about that as well as my daughter yeah gets older yeah. I think especially having girls mm. it's you know we live in such so an environment that is yeah. so toxic with social media obsessions about what people are putting into their bodies mm. and you know shaming and judgment and stigma and discrimination that you you know you just have to kind of start it as early as you can to get on top of it ahead of it totally totally yeah if that's even possible I don't know like <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's such a different environment than the one I grew up in but in so many ways also way more insidious as well okay yeah 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 I completely agree my upbringing I'm constantly reflecting on that and how that's gonna yeah yeah how I can change that in they can do it differently yeah Yeah. totally totally and yeah that's that's the thing I think you know home and our influence on our children are the most important things in their life but at the end of the day society is still so toxic and the all these negative uh, views around food yeah. and bodies and stuff is still so prevalent yeah and the way that you know children are taught about food and you know as if food has a person like food is good or food is bad I yeah, mean yeah these food are healthy is food ones. and it should all be enjoyed exactly yeah. like yeah you know with yeah so yeah we're, we're working quite hard on that and so far she seems to have developed a really positive relationship she's happy to try new things she's great to take out to eat she's really you know um likes dining out which is good for us because we like it a lot too um and i know it can be tricky we just have to bring about a million coloring books um and manage to get away with it so that's good yeah yeah oh so good love that yeah yeah and how's your relationship with her changed over time as she's kind of getting into those kitty years oh it's so like you just kind of Go, you just have to go with the flow. I think that's the kind of the mantra. Like, you never know what you're going to get. Even when you have a really good-natured kid, there's still going to be days or hours or even, like, you know, an episode of something that you just don't expect that's going to really upset them. Um, so she's got really strong emotions. And these she was a pretty chill baby besides the sleep. So she was really quite easy during the day but at night she was definitely partied pretty hard but yeah as she has gotten older she definitely can be emotional um like gets she's got a really a really um strong sense of of fairness uh I don't know where she got it from but like if if something is like not fair or someone's not being treated fairly or she's not being treated fairly everyone's going to hear about it okay. like the whole neighborhood um <laughs> so go from like being like totally chill totally happy to like ah um <laughs> we and both my partner and I are extremely chill um and never weren't really kids who like 
Yeah, you know, oh, interesting. Talk about anything. We're pretty level-headed the whole time. So we're just like, ah, yeah. what do we do here? <laughs> so, yeah, that's been a bit of a crash course in like, it feels like kind of hostage negotiation sometime, kind of trying to talk her down um, from, from something. So that it has been something as she's gotten older that we've also been trying to like, find a happy medium where she can express her emotions in a positive way but also not to her detriment by like getting herself so worked up um, but yeah again as she's gotten older that's become I think we're kind of trying to uh, we've kind of reached a place where we know how to like we can kind of see it coming um, and we can kind of stop it before it gets out of out of our control mm, okay yeah yeah no it's been like I think especially this year, redirecting to your question, like watching like learn how to read has just been like seeing, you know, because we've seen a lot of, you know, physical development and emotional development, seeing that like academic development has been quite remarkable of like looking at letters and words and just then they don't mean anything. And a week later, they're reading. It's like, how? Yeah. Like the wow. human brain is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, I can't, yeah, can't wait to cool. see all that. It's so yeah, it's so mm-hmm. cool to think about. Yeah, oh, wow, and yeah, and on that, do you see traits in her personality? Obviously, not that one you just mentioned, but that, no. re- <laughs> that reflect you or your partner. Certainly, she's a nerd like both of <laughs> us. Like she gets obsessively interested in things, but you know, usually we share that interest too. So it kind of makes sense I guess uh she has a real sense of adventure um and like me has to kind of be out and about as much as she can which my partner isn't so much like that he's much more of a homebody um but he's kind of forced to come with us on all these like wild and wacky like adventures and weekends away and stuff like that I think he secretly likes it I'm sure he does um but I think also you know having Nick has made him much more appreciative of like the wonders in the world around us um, than he was before as well. So certainly that, yeah, I can definitely see elements of both of us. Lockie's quite an introspective guy and she certainly, you know, has her moments of introspection and like deep thinking as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. So, yeah. So cute thinking about, yeah, kids growing up and you seeing bits yeah. of stuff in there. And it, yeah. It is one of those like nature versus nurture things like, yeah. oh, you know, is this because, you know, we're obviously her, the two people that she spends the most time with, like, or how much of it is actually coming from, you know, the genetic side of things. So it's really kind of interesting to kind of pick it apart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how about your own self-identity? How's that shifted since you've become a parent? I think certainly the first couple of years I was very much you know a mum and I'm I'm obviously still a mum but I felt like there was no real time for other things which I think I was very much prepared for um I think I because I was a bit older when I became a mum and a lot of my friends had already had babies I think that was good at kind of setting me up for what life would look like post baby for at least that first little while most of my friends had you know two or three year olds so I'd kind of seen you know their progression um so the first couple of years in terms of self-identity very much like 99% mum and 1% you know going to work and that was my whole life I think especially with the breastfeeding and the co-sleeping that does 
make it a little bit harder to have um, much space or time for yourself. But yeah, so when she started gaining a bit more independence and, you know, started daycare and kinder, um, I got to like start doing the things that I did pre-baby and kind of finding myself in that again. So I am like really social and I like going to see, you know, plays and I like going to see bands play and um, hanging out with friends and going out for dinner and going for, you know, a weekend away with, you know, pals and stuff. So getting to do that again has been pretty wonderful. I think that time though intersected with 2020. So no one was going anywhere for a little while. (laughs) Um, But also, you know, it did, you know, silver lining gave us a whole chunk of family time, which we wouldn't have had otherwise. But yeah, so I think, you know, when that wrapped up more or less uh, last year and this year, um, has been a great opportunity to kind of explore different career options and um, try different kinds of work and, um, you know, read about something like, oh, I want to try that and have the opportunity to do it, which, yeah, was obviously a little bit more difficult the first couple of years of parenting where you very much, you know, in the thick of it, yeah. Yeah, exactly, in the thick of it um, and, you know, really hard to catch, you know, time to yourself or, really consider what it is that you want to do beyond what you're currently doing yeah mm. yeah oh that's so so great that you're you're feeling connected to those sides of yourself 100 percent. like yeah. I'm I feel like you know last year and this year I feel like I've achieved uh I'll probably work a bit too much but in terms of um you know having some really amazing quality time with my family um and also outside of my family but also combining the two have hit that sweet spot where I feel really fulfilled and satisfied with I'm just happy I'm just like you know everything is kind of where I need it to be which is really you know sometimes when you are in the thick of it you're just like oh my god yeah when will this ever (laughs) end yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um and as much as it's like so nice and lovely and you know an incredible experience it's it's just so amazing to have found like a really positive and fulfilling balance. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And how about your relationship with Lockie? How's that shifted since you've become parents together? Uh, well, we were, I mean, having eight years together before we had a baby, I think was for us, I'm really grateful for that. We got to really know each other super well and grow together Um, you know do a lot of travel together and have all of those experiences so when Nick came along and we kind of went oh all right we're a bit you know this is us for the foreseeable future there was no like we we didn't really feel like we were you know missing out because we'd had so many of those experiences together already look you know the first year of parenting with someone else is I think a bit of a wake-up call for everyone where you're like ah is this how you do things? I thought we did things like this. And again, you know, as much as you do all the like um, pre all the, you know, birthing programs and, and everything else, like nothing really prepares you for when your unit of two suddenly becomes a unit of three, where that, that, that third kind of new person is all that you can focus on and you can't it really shifts that focus away from each other that you exclusively had before then 
so definitely yeah that first year was was a struggle to kind of try and find ourselves as two people in a relationship beyond more than just a mum and a dad and you know to we had such a routine prior that now we had to like scramble to find a new routine and a new way to do things and a new way to care for this like tiny human who we had no idea how to care for and it was like every day was like a learning experience and you know who's gonna do this but how are we gonna do this and but you do it like this but I do it like this but which is the right way to do it so yeah there was definitely some um you know stepping stones on the way to finding like a a groove together um and again like you know 2020 was and 2021 were totally effed up years but being able to parent together after only having really a week or two with lock on parental leave and then more or less you know being thrust into like doing most of the daytime stuff with with nick having that opportunity to kind of like see how we parent together and grow together in parenting like a toddler um was yeah just an incredible experience to kind of find our way onto the same page um and now with Nick as a five-year-old, we, again, like, have really fallen into such a good pattern together. Definitely, you know, had some ups and downs getting here. Um, but in terms of our philosophies on parenting and how we want, you know, the way that we would like to raise her and um, what our priorities are in terms of, you know, the opportunity that we want to offer her, it's, yeah, just really nice to be very much have like a shared brain over it great yeah and also again so important that we now have time for each other as well and we try to um you know leave the house without nick every every few weeks and have like a date um, and reconnect in that way and you know we've had like two i think we've had two weekends away so good five years i mean yeah it's been incredible to our yeah, I mean, not too far away because you never know when you have to rush back. I've yes. had that experience before. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. My friends took me away for my 40th. <laughs> and uh, I think we just cracked open a bottle of champagne when Locke called. Oh. He's like, um, we're at the Royal Children's <gasps> Hospital and they just put her on fentanyl. Uh, oh, can you please no. hurry back? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so gosh. she was fine. It was just an overnight in the hospital. But obviously I needed to be there. I was just really relieved yeah. that I hadn't started drinking the champagne and I was just in rye so it was only about an hour and a half to get there so I'm like okay this could have been yeah yeah exactly so you don't want to go too far (laughs) no like not too far need reception just in case um so we still have some like you know some think boxes that need to be ticked when we do go away just just in case shit hits the fan again. Um, but so far that's just been a one-off, thankfully. Yeah. And she recovered super oh, well. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I still remember that drive. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, he would have been so stressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty rough. Yeah. But I had a very lovely spa that day. So it kind of like okay. was started with a relaxed baseline. Yes. So, yeah. 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 How so, many you know, days into the the trip oh, were you it was just one night it oh, was just okay. one night so oh, like, okay that's all right. left the house that morning yeah um yep. and yeah we we had like a little um day far and i think okay. it was like 5 6 p.m we're like what are we gonna do for dinner blah 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 and then i just started getting these like phone calls from Locke, and i was like oh i'll just um give him a call back and i'm like ah oh, see ya bye oh. <laughs> at least you got the yeah. spa <laughs> the exactly exactly yeah. yeah i got there yes, yes that's yeah. the important thing oh. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Our kids always, always are the center of our universes. Now they have to come first. Exactly, and that's just, yeah. I, I think it's just the way it is, and yep. that's the way that it's going to yeah, be. Yeah, the rest of our lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But somehow you're like, you're not mad about it ever. It's just like, no. okay, this is what I do. Yeah, it's all good. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I get in the car. Yeah, <laughs> drive back. You know, I got there with like multiple blocks of chocolate so that was okay oh, perfect yes yeah exactly yeah I was <laughs> dopamine <careful>. hits <laughs> mm, exactly yeah. exactly what i needed to kind of keep my energy yes up. oh great <laughs> yeah and i'm interested to know how your own experiences with being parented particularly the way you were raised by your parents yeah. has influenced the way you approach raising nika oh, um that is a really tricky one my um the way that I was parented so I my parents are both immigrants who migrated to Australia shortly before I was born so I was born here but um they were pretty fresh when um they got married and had me they're Croatian um so you know my mum went back to work super early my dad was working night shifts so they obviously um were it was a very working class upbringing um, with two super busy and super stressed parents. Um, And so we were cared for by my bark and my grandma for most of the week. She would come stay with us Monday to Friday because my parents were like working full time and all over the place. And um, she cared for us. So it's very much like a, I mean, I think it's a very like traditional European um, upbringing where everyone's involved in some way. And, you know, on the weekends, uh, like, my mum would be, like, just busy getting ready for the week. So I actually didn't get a lot of quality time with my mum when I was growing up. And my parents were, like, again, I think it's quite a common experience for kids um, of migrants. Like, very high expectations about um, academia and performance in in school and a lot of pressure there and not, not a lot of play. So... Yeah, which definitely not, and you know, I I think I turned out okay, considering that it was like, you know, a bit of a like all over the shop kind of upbringing in terms of that. Like my parents obviously tried as hard, they they, they did what they could with, you know, the lack of resources that they had, Um, you know, and it's one funny thing that my mum kind of looks at Nika's room and all this stuff, she's like, you had like a quarter of of this stuff um it's just yeah like such a contrast so things have been quite different for for nick and i think consciously so um and it you know one of the funny things my mum does look after her every now and then um and i noticed you know at the beginning when nick was a toddler and she wanted to play with my mum she didn't really know how to play with her and i was like you know i think it's because she didn't have not that she didn't want to she so busy when she was raising me and my brother that play just wasn't a priority like my dad was there to play with us while she you know made dinner or cleaned the house or went shopping or all of the other things that had to be done or or, I guess she thought must be done um so yeah watching her kind of learn how to play with a kid was quite a novel experience I was like oh it's because she hasn't really done this before so yeah my priority is definitely to have all that quality time with her and I guess let her find what she loves and support her in that not you know I don't want her to ever feel like she's being forced to participate in something that she 
isn't passionate about or isn't interested in or, you know, causes her stress for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're both trying to be as, you know, hands-on in our parenting as we can, um, supportive and nurturing and, but also giving her the autonomy and independence that she needs to find her own way in the world. Yeah. 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 Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. And yeah, you spoke a little bit earlier about the values you wanted to instill in her around food, which is yes. yeah, which is so important. Is there any mm. other kind of yeah values or principles that you hope to instill in her? Yeah, and how do you kind of plan to approach those different topics as she grows older? Um, yeah, so definitely, you know, we're we're hoping that you know, our views on the world rub off on her. We, I think our main priority, you know, obviously we talked about the food. So we obviously want her to feel good about herself and in herself, but also to care about, you know, the planet that she lives on and the people that she shares the planet with. I think that is super important to both of us that, um, you know, she's a kind and generous person um, in her dealings with, you know, nature and, and the people around her. And, you know, it's just through, you know, the, you know, the books that we read and the stories that we tell her, like she's been going to protest with us since she was like four or five months old. Just important that, that she has an understanding of, of, you know, the world and all its like beautiful parts and all its not so beautiful parts and the shitty parts and what she can do as a person to make the shitty parts not so shitty for you know herself and for other people as well um yeah which is easier said than done uh but we're trying we're trying our hardest to kind of instill you know i think we we got a report from a kindergarten teacher they have to write this report for them um to go into primary school which i think the primary school teacher uh, gets but we also got it as parents um and it said something about her um, passion for social justice and fairness. I was like, yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, inevitably some of those things definitely rub off on our children. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like it's, it's, you know, the world that we live in is, is just such a complex place. Um, with so much coming at you from so many different directions um, you know, in tom- terms of like expected norms and, you know, things like, you know, boys should be like this and girls should be like this, that, yeah, just trying to raise her in a way where she's not only accepting but embracing of people's differences and her own differences and feels like she can be herself and and support others to be themselves it's just yeah like super important to us and I think she's nailing it so far she's a cool kid um yeah yeah oh yeah she seems like such a great great little kid yeah yeah I've seen on your social media yeah yeah she's got a really cute sense of like you know right and wrong and um yeah good yeah I think you know seems to be cluier than some of the adults that you see today <laughs> yeah totally totally. on the internet so I'm like yes oh god yeah. yes yeah totally. oh. yeah. yeah raising the 
next generation, which hopefully exactly <laughs> overwhelmingly are much better than be. what we currently yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. They got to be right. We're trying so hard. Yeah, and, you know, yes. I, I think kids are naturally born to be loving towards other people and not hateful mm-hmm. and dismissive and gross. So. Yeah, I think, you know, really supporting that and nurturing that from day one is, of, yeah. of, I don't know, it has to be prioritised. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And for our final question, mm-hmm. um, if you could go back in time to visit your new parent self oh. and offer her some advice, yeah. what would you say? <laughs> um... Oh, I think I said it earlier. Just go with the flow. Don't put expectations on yourself. Don't tell you that it's going to, don't tell myself that it's going to be like this or that or, you know, don't set yourself up for failure because if you don't, then when things don't go as planned, it's not really a failure. It's just another day. Um, and just, you know, that awareness that every day is different, that kids change so quickly, um, which is both good and bad. Just when you think you've kind of nailed some parenting hack the kids just like, oh no, we're not doing that anymore. But also the opposite is true when you kind of feel like, you know, with the sleep thing, when you're like, I cannot do this, that's when you get your night of sleep. So just that acknowledgement that it, you know, it moves so quickly, it changes so much. Um, and you know, instead of kind of trying to fight it or be resentful of like a crappy day, um, just appreciate that the next one will definitely be better. And ah yeah get support get support from your community there are so many people and I didn't know that how easy it is to ask for help and how many people are willing to step up if you need it that you know people love you and and often people are waiting for you to kind of shout out and say ah help me out I need you know support or food or love or care or a check-in or a walk or someone to drink a coffee with to be able to, to uh, you know, if I could go back in time, I'd kind of start day one with that appreciation that you're not alone in this. Um, there are so many people out there who, you know, you just kind of need to let them know if you're struggling and they'll be able to step up. And again, support services if you need that extra little bit on top of, yep. you know, the people that you have around you. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some great ones out there yeah. for new parents. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, there can always be more. I know Victorian mental yes. health services are imperfect. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. But, you know, organisations like Panda can be such a lifeline for so many, you know, new parents and parents who've been doing it for a while. You never know what you're going to run into. Um, totally. But you need totally. some professional support on top of, like, what your community can offer you as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, I think that they're beautiful, beautiful things. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, Lydia, thank you so much for taking the time thank to speak healthy. to me today. It's been so nice to hear your journey over a five-year period. I've spoken to a lot of people with yeah. a lot younger children. So Yeah, yeah I love, managed to condense them into an hour as well, which is miraculous. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. having me. It was a real pleasure to kind of reminisce on those days which I don't really have the opportunity to kind of think about anymore and you know the good times and the a little bit not so good times and (laughs) how we kind of where we are now and how we got here has just been like really special so thank you for the opportunity oh of course thank you so much thank you beautiful 
Thanks for listening. Sharing our stories is such a meaningful way to connect with ourselves and others, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Follow us on Instagram at Definitely Baby Podcast for photos of our weekly guests, updates, or to share your own story. I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate the podcast, or share with a friend. It really helps us to grow and help other parents feel more supported by these beautiful stories. I'll see you next week for another lovely episode. Thank you.